Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Hey! It's the web anytime. Ooh. Jess is... Uh, what? Picks up fleas? Just like flies. That's not it. <laughs> Look out! Here comes a Spider-Man! Now dig on this. Bing. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome back. back. I'm pulling my snacks out of my pocket. Oh, yes. We are in the weirdest setup we've ever had today. Yes. Because ah. I'm leaving. Leaving. Um, yeah, I'm going to cry. It's fine. Uh, how you doing, Andrew? I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Living it up. Living yeah. that dream. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Don't even. Don't, <laughs> don't even, you ever. Don't you ever. <laughs> um, um, I'm awful. Uh, let's talk about this bad movie. Let's talk about a, a movie that I love. So we. So for the people who follow movies, they know that Toy Story 4 just came out. I didn't want to do it. Andrew vetoed it a little yes, bit. Yes, I vetoed it. Hard veto. Hard veto on um, Toy Story 4. And I was kind of okay with that. I would have done it for Lion King, but I know... Other, for other reasons why we can't. Yeah. So, whatever. I got my veto anyway. Yeah. You got uh, one left for the rest of the year. And we're halfway through. That's pretty good. Well, I, we'll probably never ever use it again. I mean, you never know. Never know. Never know. Toy um, Story 5. Toy coming, Story. Coming 2024. <laughs> <laughs> but... One of my favorite movies. As Sam said one week, uh, some weeks ago, it's just, I've been in a, in a rut. Uh-huh. I just need to, to see some good art. And I did. With some spider. Oh, what? Did you go see, like, a... No, I... I was Child's Play that good? I... It was some really, really good, good art. And we watched... Scrubs. Sam Raimi's... We watched Scrubs. Sam Raimi didn't direct 3, Scrubs. Scrubs 2007. Spider-Man 3. Now, let me air my biases. Okay. This is not just my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, I do think Spider-Verse is better. It's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. But I like Spider-Man 3 more, yes. Okay. This is not just one of my I think for I think for context, for the rest of this thing, uh-huh. let's leave out Spider-Verse. Yes. Spider-Verse is so, is so on another level than all of these other okay. Spider-Man movies. So that's completely fair. I'm glad you did let's that. Let's just talk about the live-action Spider-Boys. Thank you. Um, this is not just my favorite, one of my favorite superhero movies. This is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, I love this movie. I loved it since the day I walked out, to May 3rd, 2007. Um, yeah, this movie means a lot to me. The series means a lot to me. Uh-huh. So, um, before you say it, and not even you, all of you out there listening, yes, I am biased. Yes, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's my opinion. I don't. If you don't like it, what is it, this podcast cool, cool. other than opinion? Exactly. I just know people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's, it's you just you're just biased." I'm like, "Yes, I am." Yeah, because completely I, you like the movie. Um. So yes, that is my bias. I do think this movie is absolutely great. I love it. This was the first movie I learned about the internet, and I learned the internet hated it, and it was very sad. Oh, I was like, what? What? Because I oh no, in 2007 I was on the internet. It was like 2010, yeah. and I just thought people liked it. <laughs> and then people were like, "Oh, Spider-Man Three sucks." I was like, "Ah, oh, this guy." And I like looked around. I was like, "What? what? Oh, all of you?" Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my feelings on the movie, and we'll 
get into it too. Sam, what do you? Th- what how do you feel? About I'm this? waiting for that plane to go by. Plane, plane, go away. Come again another day. Another, another, other, another day. Okay. Fly just attacked me. Um, I don't like Spider-Man Three. I remember when it came. I vaguely remember when it came out, and I was like, "Ooh, Spider-Man Three is dope," because I was eleven. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I watched it again, like a few years later, when I was like fourteen, fifteen, and I was like, "What? What the fuck?" I will say, Spider-Man 2, the Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man action figure was one of the best action figures you could ever get, ever. It was dope as fuck. And the other best action figure that I ever had was the new Goblin from Spider-Man 3. I remember the Burger King toy, and that was a lot of fun. I don't remember the Burger King toy. You, like tapped his head, uh-huh. and they, like, flew around on the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like... Yeah, was but those, those action it. figures were the best action figures I ever owned. Were Spider-Man 2 and, and the new Goblin from Spider-Man 3. Even if I did not like Spider-Man 3. It's still a good toy. It was a dope toy. It was the best. What? He was just too small. That oh. was the thing. Spider-Man 2, he was, like, a regular, like, I don't action know, five, five-inch yeah. action figure. And the Harry and the new Goblin one was, like like three and, and three quarters or something like it was just like weirdly short proportional yeah oh, sorry for the weird burp um so yeah i didn't i don't i'm i remember thinking it was dope when i was a kid because every movie was dope when i was a kid but in 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 my wise old age of 22 years old i no longer think this is a good movie and this was reaffirmed for me twice because when I first, when me and Andrew first became friends, he somehow told me that Spider-Man Three was dope, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Spider-Man Three is not good." And we would argue about it, and then there was like one week I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna watch all of them. I'm gonna rewatch all of them, understand what's up." I was try- I was gonna try and get into the head of Andrew Thomas, and I watched Spider-Man One, and I was like, "This is dope. Spider-Man One is dope." Amazing. Then I watched Spider-Man Two, and I was like, "Holy fuck! This movie's dope as fuck." It's very good. And then I watched Spider-Man Three, and I was like. It's not good. Incredible. <laughs> it's better it, uh, than the to rest. be entirely fair, it wasn't as bad as I remembered it being. Uh-huh. But it was still pretty bad. Yes. And then 2 years later, we just watched Spider-Man 3 again, doing the same thing. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it on a podcast that we do now, and I still didn't like it. It was just as bad as I remembered this time. Well, so Andrew's going to try and tell me how this movie is good. Amazing. Yes. Great. It's going to be a little different. We're not going to go through the extensive cast, the extensive all of that stuff. Yep. Uh, only thing that I do want to talk about separately other than just lumping it is the director, the director, the real star, that Mr. Ring. Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, the other Spider-Mans, uh, uh, great, Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, yes. His his hit movie. Didn't he do Elevator or whatever the fuck? De- Devil? Devil? No. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. Deuce that. Okay. That was cute. I was that was mm. a fine movie. Um, the Elevator. There was like three Elevator movies that came out like all at once. Within like two years. Yeah, yeah it was super that. weird. It was an odd time. <laughs> but, Sam Raimi, what'd you think of it? His direction, mainly. 
For this, add a little bit bleeding over to the other two. For the other ones, I think they're it's better. I think this is his weakest Spoderman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he is doing a lot of stuff that I think is really interesting. I don't know. I don't really. For this movie, I don't personally have a lot to, like, say about his direction, because uh-huh. I just sort of, I don't know, it just sort of seems like a movie. Okay. You know? I understand that. My thing is just that Sam Raimi... It's very competent. It's very competent. Like, I don't yes. notice the direction. I think that's... Good. Good. But... All his movies, especially the Spider-Man movies, have a particular style. And I feel like a lot of the things that people say are bad and dumb are just a part of his style. Uh And I think it's very, you know, I'd rather have a movie dripping with style than with nothing. That's fair. Just a dry, dry movie. He likes weird... Zooms. Like, zooms and, and like, intercut stuff. Dope. Yeah. Of, like, what the fuck? And, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it, and I love it throughout all three. I love his goofiness. Me, I say it a lot on the show. I say it a lot with Sam. I love some good goofiness in my movies. Uh And I think the king of that, and the reason why I love it, is Sam Raimi. Uh, Okay. There's a, a lot of why I say is goofy, and when I say goofy in the you podcast... Mean Sam Raimi. Like that Sam Raimi, the zooms, the... If you remember in Spider-Man 1, when, like, Norman Osborn is talking, and then suddenly it's like the Green Goblin going like, ah! Like a quick cut. <laughs> it's stuff like that. I okay. love it. Sure. So let's, again, the cast we like, for the most part. Sure. Uh, the score... Danny Elfman did the other two. I forget who did this one. Quick, Google, search. Hugh, we go. It's Thomas something. Guarantee. Ah, I'm completely wrong. Christopher Young. Um, he came back. I think the score's great. Love it. Yeah, what's that? So, first... Yeah, classic mid-2000s movie <laughs> very close to the X-Men theme <laughs> I nothing's perfect Sam I gotta say that okay nothing's perfect I do have problems with this movie is it all, all of it no <laughs> don't give me that look um, I'm trying to. Ha- I'm trying to have this podcast have a good GGR. Something <laughs> GGR, good goof ratio. Good goof ratio. <laughs> Get it right. Um, yeah, I really like this movie, but there are some things that don't work. And what I don't, what like don't you like about the movie? There's one thing that is not interconnected to my overall biggest problem. One thing: okay. the butler revealing to Harry that I cleaned his wounds. Yeah. That's it was dumb. clear he was stabbed from his own glider. How the fuck do you know that, old man? It's dumb. How I'm, do you know what his glider's blades piercing through his body look like? It's dumb. Yeah. How did you get the glider? I'm very confused. 
I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, one thing that I can see is dumb, and that ruins the entire movie for me. No. That's insane. Yes. Uh, Rose could have scooted over. Jack could have gone to that door. Like, yes. Space doesn't work that way. Space doesn't work that way. Uh, aliens could open doors. Yes. Those things. But that doesn't ruin the entire movie for me. That's fair. I got ruddy notes. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's one of my things. And okay. My overall thing is, it is a crowded movie. It's There's very crowded. There's a lot going on in this movie. And it's like just over two hours. Yeah, it's 219. Yeah. Um, it's a very, very, very crowded movie. And that goes over to the character that I think should be taken out. The character that was not supposed to be in this movie in the first place. He does ultimately work for the entire narrative structure of this movie and the trilogy. But Venom. Venom should have been taken out. You could st- why, why do you say this? It. Because I feel that Sandman should be taken out of the movie. Completely? Yeah. Full. I think take Sandman out of there and then make it f- make it much more focused on on Harry and Peter. Harry and Peter and Peter and Spider-Man. Yes, so that he's struggling. So that it's much more a Spider-Man thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? exactly. Um I feel like with Venom, and I'm not talking about the actual symbiote. I feel like you can keep the symbiote. Take out Eddie Brock and take out Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy is just there. Just there to be Bryce Dallas Howard and be cute. Exactly. Um, and it's also does. just there to be like, hey, Gwen Stacy, I know that name. Hey. Um, and then they kiss. Exactly. It. You don't need her. And also, you know, the times were different. Now it's a little sexist just mm. to have her there. Uh, she's just there being a pretty I mean, Mary girl. Jane kind of... Is also just is there. also just kind of there. Um, again... Different times. <laughs> I'm glad times are changing. I'm glad we're Hell getting yeah. our Mary Janes and Gwen Stacy's doing more in the other movies. Remember when the internet freaked out that when, Zendaya was suddenly Mary Jane when she's been Mary Jane for years now? Yeah. That was very funny. Yeah, people are weird. People are stupid. Um, I feel like Eddie Brock is just supposed to be the mirror of Peter Parker. Yeah. Of how hate and revenge can consume you and how some people it consumes them but they don't want it to and some people they do yeah um it's just doubling down on that idea of the movie and i think for this movie to work even better you could just take that out and you still don't you can still get that beat with the conversation with sandman and spider-man you can still get that and you also just have venom just be Venom, just the goo symbiote from another planet who doesn't talk, who's just an alien. And that could just be a symbolic version. We are Venom. Exactly. Can't wait. Venom 2 with Tom Holland 2022 coming at you. Um, <laughs> Tom Hardy in the MCU. Could have been Venom. Venom. That could have been the opening. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my big issue with Venom. I think okay. Venom could be completely cut out, but you completely segued to Sandman. I Sandman sucks. I wish he had more. And again, taking out Eddie Brock would have been 
better. But then we lose Topher Grace, and I love Topher Grace. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine <laughs> cutting him out. Sorry, Topher. You were great in the Black Mirror episode. Um, Hell yeah. But. He's great in Love, Death, and Robots. He's great. He is at that. Yeah. Um, it's under With, the Silver uh, Lake. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. What? With uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Is that her name? Yeah. Is that who I'm talking about? I don't. It's That's Ramona, Ramona? Flowers. Yeah. She's in that episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Oh. Topher Grace. I, oh. Is she? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't realize that was her. Yeah. I knew that was How did you not? I did, wait. Is that a live action episode? Oh, yeah. wait. I thought that was three robots. No. They were voiceovers. No, 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 That no. one character sounds like, in my head at least, sounded like Topher Grace. Which one? Did, the small one? It's been a minute since I've watched the it. The small one is, um, is Big Head from Silicon Valley. Oh. Yeah, it was the small one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's not Topher Grace. Oh, okay. Well, Sandman. <laughs> I think, because I like that narrative note, I don't, another thing that I don't like... Don't rewrite, I, don't rewrite your movies. In but movies. I understand the overall plot of why they did it. Um, is Sandman actually killing Uncle Ben? Um, rewriting movies. That's something we've never talked about. Let's take a... Because we do this on this podcast. We talk about ideas. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should go... I think if you did a thing in a movie, don't... Undo it? Don't undo it. To make another to make movie a different, stronger? Yeah. Cause I get Because it, it ultimately, I think, in the moment you might be like, oh, we can just like fix this thing. And I'm not talking about like weird small details like Ryan Johnson moving Kylo Ren's scar. That doesn't matter. Uh-huh. With stuff with, like, plot points, that's just like, don't, why are you doing this? Like, because then it makes it seem like you didn't know what you were doing. How do you feel about, like, Rogue One, the entire existence I of hate Rogue, Rogue One. One. I hate Rogue One. It's I don't a... think it should exist. I think it ruin. I think it really ultimately ruins the point of the end of A New Hope. Even though, but that's the world's biggest plot hole for a long time of, why build the I... two, two circle, again... I don't think this, and I know you know I don't think this, but oh, why build two circles that could destroy this entire pl- uh, space station? It's a, vent- it's a, a ventilation thing. thing. Who cares? I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't, I w- never had a problem with that because I was like, the it's, the point of it is, is, you know, believing in yourself and believing in the force and doing mm-hmm. all this stuff. But then if it's just like, I don't know, just feel, Rogue One, I, I, when, well, yeah, I really don't like Rogue One. <laughs> he, ooh, ooh, wee. Star Wars is my is my shit. Dog. <laughs> uh, no, I don't like Rogue One. I think re- I think doing that I think is super weird. Um. So yeah, if it's like you are doing a trilogy, and you go back or you do something, and you're like, oh, this character actually didn't do that thing, even though that's what we thought for, mm-hmm. you know, six six years in two movies. Uh huh. Um, it's actually this other person. It's like, well. I get that you were just making a movie back then. Mm-hmm. And now you got a franchise. And now you have a franchise. Like, I get that. But small details don't bother me. It's like plot points that I'm like, why? Why? What's, like, just do something different. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I think if, if you've made it, just, just live with it. Don't yes. try and fuck with it. I told you this while we were watching it, and I came up with this, uh, like a year ago. Uh-huh. I was watching Spider-Man 3, like I do, uh, casually, 
and I was like popping on Spider-Man 3 yeah that's my life um, dig on this what would have been better it would have been sad I don't know because again they were still thinking that they were going to make a Spider-Man 4 after this yeah. so who knows what the plan was I don't know but I think Sandman should have escaped from jail should have got stole a car driving recklessly he accidentally hits Aunt May and kills her and that's what sends Spider-Man into his rage. Honestly, I would have loved it if Sandman wasn't... If they did, like, a... If they did a thing where it's just, like... At the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's just fighting Sandman. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, he, like, is living a life outside of these movies. He's not just fighting the Goblin and the Octopus. Mm-hmm. And now Sandman and Venom, it's like... Oh yeah, in between these movies, he's still Spider-Man. I he's still doing stuff. I like to think he he met the vulture and defeated him in between Spider-Man two and three. But he didn't. I like to think that. <laughs> yeah, but it, but he didn't. It's it's a, it's a fantasy movie, Sam. I'm just saying. Like I think it would have. I think it would have been nice to just see at the beginning. If you want to have Sandman in this movie, if we are if we are just going to move things around mm-hmm. to make this movie better. I think if you put Sandman just at the beginning, he can kill Aunt May, he can not kill Aunt May, whatever. But I think, at if, least he, I think if he's just, like, at the beginning, show that Spider-Man is, like, dealing with this stuff mm-hmm. more constantly, more yeah. consistently, and then have the rest of the movie be about Harry and Venom and dealing with all that, mm-hmm. then I would be fine with that. Yes. But it just sort of, like... Starts and then yeah. it's like, and now we get to deal with these venom, these a- enemies now. Okay, um, but that's it. Everything else I love, I love about this movie. Um, okay, let's go back into that goofiness and let's talk about one of the most maligned scenes in our lifetime. Probably we'll see uh, with the is rise it, of Skywalker. Is it, is it emo Peter Parker? Um, yes, oh, emo God. emo Peter. It's so 2007. It's so dumb. The big thing was Green Day. People had though that type of hairstyle. People looked like that. Yes, I understand that people looked like that, and that was like the style thing. Uh huh. But the shot, like the, it's so. He's like this nice, clean cut boy, and then he just like looks in a mirror. He's like, "Go mess up my hair now." I'm, oh, I'm so, I'm so angsty and cool now. That was 2007, looks, man. He looks the same. He just looks like he didn't do his hair in the morning. Well, that's just how Tobey Maguire looks. That's just how, <laughs> that's just how the brother looks. Like, come on. <laughs> he just looks... He doesn't look like he's doing anything different. And then I dye his hair. And it's like, what's happening? It looks so weird. That's a part of the goofiness that I love. And also, as much as because I know you're like, these girls are into him. And yes, some girls are like, ooh, ooh, wee. But there's also girls who are like you nine, are. Nine out of ten of the girls walking down the street are checking him out. Ah, uh, I would say it's a bit fifty-fifty. Mm, um, I would say the lowest I would go is like eight out of ten. Nah. Um, but there are people who look at him like that doofus, and also this is nerdy, squeaky, quiet, meek Peter Parker. That's fine. And I think. That Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker idea of cool is that. I just, I don't, I get that, but it doesn't work. And this is, again, where just a matter of opinion of... Is that why you think it works? 
What? Because it, it's just that's what Peter Parker would think is cool. I think that. I think it's a perfect mirror. I think this entire movie is a great mirror of Spider-Man too, and I think that scene is so important for that because it's him saying, "I don't want to be Sp- Spider-Man too. I don't want to be Spider-Man anymore. I'm out. I want to be a plain, normal, smart kid." And now he's doubling down. Uh, as some people say, he's he thinks his poop smells good, and. He is awesome. Sp- everyone in the city loves Spider-Man. He is single and ready to mingle. It's a great parallel in the in this trilogy. And again, as goofy as Raindrops uh, Falling on My Head was, it's as goofy as uh, the James Brown. Get on up. I think it's... No, it's not Get on up. Uh, Everybody needs somebody. It's not a sex machine, is it? Get up! He says get up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> James Brown. That's so a James Brown signature. Get if you up. ever hear someone say get, get up, up in a song, it's probably James Brown. <laughs> R.I.P. It felt good. Um, what? I thought you would have... It felt good, because now he's dead. Um, <laughs> that's so horrible. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my thing. And and I think it, 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 it's... It's cute. I don't know. Again, I don't understand how people... I know some people... I know you feel nothing on it, but I know some people who hate Spider-Man. Today. I just don't like the movie. I just don't think it's good. What? I was with a couple <laughs> friends in a, in a fast food place, uh-huh. and we were talking about Spider-Man 3. This is my life. My life is just defending Spider-Man 3. <laughs> and these guys got up, walked to our table, and said, Spider-Man 3 is awful dead to my face like we were about to fight like and I was like yo bro it's a it's a good movie also if you don't like it you don't like it like <laughs> chill out dude at the end of the day it's just a movie <laughs> um yeah I just yeah I just really don't think it works I think the it's this weird if this okay if Spider-Man 3 is supposed to show this like darker side of Spider-Man. Yes. To see the revenge fantasies, mm-hmm. the you know, the wrath that that exists within him, the anger mm-hmm. that that he's still holding on to and all that sort of stuff. I think having this like upbeat dance shot like down the street is such a weird way to show that. And I think that's where it doesn't work for me. But that I understand that it's that it's a mirror of the raindrop scene in Spider-Man Two. It's also ego too. It's I just was, think it's too big. It can't fit. He's got a big ego. I just think it's so. I think there is a different way to do it that fits tonally with what that with what the story is trying to accomplish. But then, With what do you think moment? this story's trying to accomplish? I think it's just trying to show, you know, like that there that Spider-Man has this like dark side to him that we mm. have seen come out every once in a while, but has never really fully been explored. And then suddenly, that is fueling his power for a little while, and then he realizes, like, oh, this is bad. Like, I'm hurting people that I love and I care about because I'm like this, which is also like only really shown with him hitting Mary Jane and not much else. 
I mean, like... He, like, yells at his landlord for not fixing his door. But what would you want? Do you want just to push kids and steal their candy? No, but I'm saying, like... Like, why doesn't he, like, snap at Aunt May at any point? I guess... I don't... You know, I would... see Aunt May. I would rather... I would rather have seen him do that, like, like snap at Aunt May. Like he just, does also blow off, blow off half of his best friend's face. Yeah, who was also actively trying to kill him. It's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was also on the ground. He could have just thrown that Active, bomb. Actively trying. He to could kill have him. just thrown the bomb somewhere else. Actively trying to. Kill that him. was a choice he made. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying, if I, if, like, I think tonally having this like dance scene mm-hmm. down a street is like this weird like goofy in a bad way shift mm-hmm. in gears in the middle of this movie when I, uh-huh. where in a movie that I feel like is trying to ha- show the dark side of Spider-Man suddenly he's dancing down the street it's like such a weird but dark is always just Anger. No, I know. So, but it's not dancing down the street to James Brown. It's again, it's pride. <laughs> it's it's pride. It's it's just showing that, but it's showing it in a comedic lens. Which I get again, this is just a personal I just really don't think it works. Okay. So even so when the landlord's daughters feeded him cookies, he's like, Oh, this is so good. Got walnuts? You got one? Does that not work for you as well? That works a bit more mm-hmm. but that also for me doesn't work because it's like he's giving you pertinent information about an alien that you found maybe listen like Pete like Peter but he's arrogant. like Peter you're arrogant but you're also very smart mm-hmm. you should understand that like hey I'm telling you about this alien specimen that you found in the forest somewhere mm-hmm. maybe pay attention I just a I, little bit we know, we know, we know people, and I just people are like that. They're too cool for school. But Peter isn't. But and I don't think I don't think the symbiote would make him too cool for school. That I, I. That's I. I feel like that's because whole point of the symbiote. That raw emotion and power and. You know the power of his already Spider Man ness and the symbiote. It maybe flares something up where yeah, you would brush things off that are important. Like we do know. live maybe. in that world too, where people get so powerful they don't care about certain things. They just brush it off. Maybe I, maybe I just don't think Tobey Maguire can pull it off. <laughs> and that's yeah, maybe feel- that's where it comes. What it comes down to because it could potentially work. Mm-hmm. Just. Toby McGuire's face just doesn't do it. Just doesn't do like, it. For he you. looks like a little nerd. Like it doesn't like he just looks like does Toby McGuire not look like a nerd? You're Show me stereotypes. A <laughs> Andrew, I fully understand that I am one of the biggest nerds that I know. Like I look like a nerd. I get that. Toby McGuire also looks like a nerd. Show me a photo of... I dare anybody on the internet to show me a photo of Tobey Maguire where he doesn't look like a nerd. (laughs) If you can show me that photo, I will, will, like, I don't know. I'll give you 
candy bar. A candy bar. I'll give you a hug. All right. Like, if you can show me that photo, I will be eternally grateful. It'll and be my background <laughs> on my phone. Like, <laughs> okay. I, that's my goal. Um, Find I'll, a photo where he doesn't look like a nerd. It's impossible. I guarantee it's impossible. He's look also, at, looking <laughs> dapper in, in Great Gatsby. He still looks like a nerd. It's like, look, what What are you doing? Being in the military and brothers, he still looks like a nerd. Yeah, he looks like a nerd. It's like, did you see the tweet? Someone tweeted the uh, screenshot like of a promo shot from uh, Little Women with Timothy Chalamet. Uh-huh. And they're like, Timothy Chalamet doesn't belong in period drama. He looks like he knows what an iPhone is. And I was like, yeah, Toby McGuire looks like he knows how to build a laptop. Yeah. Like at any point in time. Well, oh, I haven't seen Little Women pair about. Don't worry. Don't worry. Like that really? He just kind of looks like <laughs> he doesn't belong. He looks like he five foot back That's in time. so funny. It looks like he can pull out an iPhone. <laughs> it, it's. I wrote that on my. Sh- I. I did see Little Women. That's. This is all I signed. About? At NDA. What? Huh? What's NDA? I don't even know what those words are. Oh uh, yeah, it looks like he pull out an iPhone time. <laughs> that was. I wrote that on my sheet. I was like. You can't fix this. He just looks like, like he knows what technology is. He's just is. too cool looking. Yeah, it doesn't work. He just looks too cool. Like, but, I could never believe Timothy Chalamet doing Shakespeare. Like <laughs> He's a good enough actor to pull it off. He is. Say that. Don't, don't get me wrong. But if, if I like walked into a theater and he was wearing, you know, not like exactly Victorian dress, but like some classic period-ish clothing, and he was like, to be or not to be, I was like, pull out your phone! Like, what are you doing? Looks like you're about to ride off on a motorcycle. Like, go go tweet at someone. Like, what? Like, don't do Pick this. up a girl at the mall. That's yeah, what you like, look like you're about to do. <laughs> Too cool-looking. That sexy-looking Timothy boy. Chalamet looks like the cool dude in every 90s movie. He does. He looks like the cool skater dude who all the girls love Yeah, in every 90s movie. That's his type. Like Toby I'm McGuire. okay with that. Toby McGuire's type is a nerd, and I don't. I like how they play with that in this movie. But anyway, <laughs> uh, also I love this movie, as I feel like it's a great capper of the trilogy. But they thought they were going to do another one. So that's like, my thing. I'm but so like, confused. there's no loose ends. There's. It feels like this was meant to be the there's last the one. There's the lizard. I mean, like I would have loved to see Dylan Baker's lizard. I would have loved to, but like. I don't know. In the world of Marvel and everyone else trying to do a cinematic universe, now it's charming just to have Kurt Connors, and he's not the lizard. And he's like, kind of there. He's just a guy. Yeah. Like in now in this in now in 2019, it's charming where movies were just movies. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this explains. You know, Spider-Man One was exploring. You know, being a hero. The classic. With great power comes great responsibility. And Spider-Man 2 was the great responsibility part. Was, you? this is a toll. You have this great power. Look at your responsibility. You know, everything for him in Spider-Man 2 just goes wrong. Every single thing. And that's what makes the last scene so powerful with Mary Jane running and uh, in her wedding dress. Go get him, Tiger. And then he swings off and he gets everything he wants. And we can't forget the last shot of Spider-Man 2 is her looking off. And it's not happy. It's melancholy. It's just... Yep. Is it melancholia? I was gonna make the joke, but I was like, nah. 
Um, many people will get it. It's fine. Um, and this one is the with great power. He loses to his power to the greater powers of hatred and revenge and spitefulness. And I feel like that is what a good trilogy should do. It breaks, in my eyes, I know not a lot of people agree with this, I know I'm in the minority, in my eyes, it breaks down his, in Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, his biggest thing. With great power comes great responsibility. And I feel like this ends it in such a good way. He's not just swinging off, doing the, on to the next adventure. He's going, trying to repair the relationship. His One of his most re- important relationships in his life. And that's how we end. It was a story about a girl. That's what he says in the first movie. I just love that. I think it's a perfect capper of a trilogy. And I think that's important. I like good enders. I like my Return of the Kings. I like my Toy Story 3s. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jedi? Jedi's fine. Jedi fine. works. Come on. Jedi works. The so Jedi's good. good. It's not bad. It's far from bad. Um, just pounding on him? Oh, great. It, it, narratively, yes, Jedi. I would say Jedi. Say Spider-Man 3. Um, but yeah. I get that. I just... I don't know. I feel like this movie just... Here's what I'll say about okay. this movie. It feels like Sam Raimi was putting together a puzzle mm-hmm. with Spider-Man 1. Okay. And he got the border of it. And, you know, maybe a couple little things on the inside. Okay. But we got the frame. We know yeah. how big this thing is. You know, we know generally what it's going to look like. Yes. Spider-Man 2, we started filling in some of the details. Right? We were like, oh yeah, we got, oh yeah, we get this. Oh, there's like a tree here. Okay, there's someone like sitting on this bench here. And then with Spider-Man 3, it's like he lost all the pieces to that puzzle. And then used pieces from like two other puzzles and still finished it. Like they all fit. But it's just not quite right. Like it's the same puzzle... Like, it's the same picture, but the puzzle pieces are just, like, cut differently. You know what I mean? A little? <laughs> it's a weird... It's a weird... Uh, metaphor. But that's how I feel. Like, it feels like it works. Mm-hmm. But it's just not quite... What? It doesn't... To me, it doesn't feel like... The ending... Of this puzzle. It doesn't feel like we're putting into the last, the last couple pieces, right? As much as we are still getting the full picture of what Sam Raimi was trying to do, it just, I don't know. To me, it doesn't feel like he's putting those, those puzzle pieces in the right way or something like that. My, my metaphor is getting all messy. All, all, all my brain's not working. It's, it's fine. Um, that's, but- that's how I feel. So, like, I get what you say. I get what you mean by, like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man 1 is... Look at oh yeah, it's a hero, but with that with that power comes Spider Man two, the responsibility, and with that power comes the danger of that power in Spider Man three. I get that. I just feel like it just doesn't To me that feels like a muddy explanation of it. Okay. I 
I mean, all right. Like, because then how does... I don't know. Because then... I don't know. Then I just feel like, like a lot of Spider-Man 3 just sort of... doesn't necessarily fit into that narrative narrative okay of it. Well, as much as like the i think the spider-man and harry stuff does mm-hmm. i think that works yes i think the venom stuff does that to yes. a point i think it goes <clears throat> again i think it gets too weird and goofy with the thing but what just, what do you say that with venom what do you mean with the symbiote and him being all dancing and cool down the street oh okay i thought you meant with brock no I'm fine. I'm again. I think for me, the thing that fucks up this movie is Sandman. I think take Sandman out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you're saying. Like, look at how power, like absolute power, mm-hmm. corrupts absolutely. Sort yes. of the deal with this Venom and him then dealing with it. Maybe don't have it be sound that kills him. <laughs> that's, well, that's comic books. People would flip out. Is I thought it was fire. It's fire and sound. Um, yeah, but I guess it's, I couldn't have two people who died by fire with Sandman and Venom. Yeah, just f- get Johnny Storm quick. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan or Chris Evans, who cares? Whichever yeah. one. <laughs> Who's Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> ah, it's 2007. The kid from The Wire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you take Sandman out of it, or just have him be like a minor villain at the beginning. Just a what it done. Just Almost a one- like the Rhino. Yeah. The basic Spider-Man 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like quick. Just like, oh yeah, there are other things going on. You know, New York. Yes. Spider-Man has been saving New York from these kinds of weirdos for a while now. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, you know, in this climactic version, he has to save New York from himself. Essentially. Yeah. I think that would work. Because I think this the... I don't know. I don't need a scene of 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 Sandman going to see his daughter. I don't need the. I don't need it. I don't need the weird. We. You could even have Sandman. You could still have. Okay. You could even have Sandman <laughs> in the middle of the movie, and have that same like subway fight. Just don't have Sandman be a major part of the thing. Like it's just like, like you see. Peter, just dealing with being Spider-Man, he gets the symbiote, he's like dealing with that, he's dealing with Harry, Harry hits his head, blah blah blah. Then, you know, he's talking to Mary Jane, and and on the police scanner, they're like, hey, there's like a sand man, like robbing this bank, we need help, and he's like, what? And then he goes and he has to fight Sandman in the subway, and then Sandman gets all melty. That's it? And then he's done. And then, and that's like maybe that's the first time that Spider-Man, the first time that he he uses the black suit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh shit, I like just I wrecked shop on that dude." But also, the great thing is, yes, the black suit is obviously a metaphor for revenge and hate and all of that, but it's also like drugs from from what I would think it would be. Um, yeah. Where the first time he does it, and he goes and he off Sandman for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, We're good. He he goes. He gets the black suit. He goes fight Sandman. Then he goes looks in the mirror and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he throws off the black suit. And he's like, "Ugh, that was that was not good. I can't yeah. do that anymore." And then it was Harry when he was like, "I'm the other guy. So good." Um, strawberry, strawberry. <laughs> um, 
that's when he's sitting on the bed. He just looks over the temptation of it. Yeah, and that's all. And fine. then he succumbs to it, and he realizes what's wrong. And then he has that big scene in the bell tower. He takes it off, and it cuts to just a flat lit him in the shower, just like just that washing it off and. I just feel like it's also a metaphor for that as well. Yeah, that's fine. And I just think Sandman I think Sandman really fucks up this movie. And here's my thing, and this is where I'm like, you can't take out Sandman. Because it's something that this movie does, and the ultimate thing that I love about it, and when I say that movies make me, this is one of those movies that really made Andrew Thomas okay. Andrew Thomas. It shows the power of forgiveness and how important it is. Um, and this is where I'm like, if you kill Aunt May, you can still have the same exact beat. And I think this beat is important for the entire trilogy as a whole. Um, for this idea of uh, Green Goblin. He was mad that he was fired. He was angry. That was his thing. Doc Ock. He was mad. His experiment didn't work. He needed to prove he was better. He was mad that his wife died. Again. And then that same beat with a villain in a Spider-Man movie is not Sandman. It's not Venom. It's not... It's partly Harry, but it's also Spider-Man himself with the black suit. It also... It shows that... It's that feeling isn't just passed through bad guys. It's everyone. It's everyone. Yeah. And you need to recognize that self in yourself and also into other people. And I, with... So, you go. I've, I've been talking too long. You no, go. I, I think you can accomplish that same thing, that same, you know, the power of forgiveness beat mm-hmm. with Harry. But what would he? What does what does uh, Peter have to forgive Harry for? Other than you know, killing him. But he, again, he thinks he killed his dad. So have he's Harry like, I then get ha- it. then then to your point, have Harry kill Aunt May. Harry would do that. <laughs> I just, um, I think Sandman make, makes this movie so is the is the biggest problem with this for movie. you. Yeah, because I can I can forgive the goofiness. I can forgive the dumb emo Parker thing. Mm-hmm. If it if the movie didn't feel so crowded and busy with like dealing with this character that is just like kind of shoehorned in, mm-hmm. but it also it shows what you can do it with fight Eddie. For. Eddie could kill like Mary Jane or something and have him forgive but Eddie, and then Eddie can still die. Like you can still do. I feel like you can make that make the like. Okay, okay. Here's here's my here's my pitch. Okay, all right. For no Sandman climax of Spider Man three. All right. Eddie kidnaps Mary Jane. Yes. Same webby thing up in the construction site. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yes. We see the classic Spider-Man text in the in the writing. Yes. Spider-Man swings in, starts fighting Venom, is just getting like wrecked. Gets like just completely fucked up. Mm-hmm. Gets plastered, like gets webbed up to a wall. Eddie like just like starts cutting the with because he has long shrubby claws mm-hmm. just starts like cutting the the webs that are holding up Mary Jane in the in the taxi yeah you see the taxi like just like drop fall yes. explode 
Mary Jane is dead now. Peter gets really mad. He starts like just trying to pound on on Eddie, but he's still losing. But you see that anger that he thought he had let go still is back. still there, right? He's coming at him. He's going as hard as he can, but he's still getting just wrecked. Yes. You can still have Harry come in, and and he can even try it. Maybe you can see Harry try and save Mary Jane, you know? And then he comes in, and he's like, how can I help? And then they're like, gotta get this, this boy. Mm-hmm. And then they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. They get Eddie out of the out of Venom. They can do the sound, the bar yeah. thing. They can do whatever they want. Harry can sacrifice himself. Peter has just lost like the two, two most people, important people yeah. in his young life to this guy, and he's still just like I. He just feels like the grief and the loss of it, and he's just like I, I can't. Like I have to f- just forgive you, and because I know, because he's like I know. What this thing does, I know what this sim- what this alien thing does to people because it happened to me, and I was able to fight back, but you weren't, and I forgive Eddie for that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I'm gonna kill this motherfucker," and he tries to kill it with the with the bomb. Same thing. Eddie can still jump in, and now Spider Man has just like just lost. alone. Just like I think I think if you just end it with like, you know, this low point of his best friend, his girlfriend. Maybe Mary Jane's not dead. He just thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. She's dead, but she's actually the coma. Like yeah, just like real, real, real hurt. Bl- hurt. But he, th- but he can't. But he's angry, and you know, maybe that even happens. I don't know. I just, but I just, I think, I think having to put in this whole other character just to accomplish something that I feel like you can accomplish with the other characters that I feel are more important doesn't. It's funny because I feel the same exact way. Just but I just feel that about Venom. Okay. Or and specifically Eddie Brock. Eddie and Brock just take out Eddie Brock and Gwen Stacy. Just take them out completely. I think if we had more time with Sandman to see what he's fighting for, why he's doing this, and again, it's also the choices. And a lot of movies do this, where it's just Spider-Man's. Uh, even in the movie, he Sandman's like. I never chose this life. And Spider-Man's like, yes, you did. You did choose this life. Um, and I, and this is also why I love, no other blockbuster does this. No other blockbuster talks about forgiveness and how important it is in life, in, in just being the human, the human condition. And also another thing, I love that he goes to Harry and asks for help because... Every time in the previous movies, New Yorkers have helped, but they've just you know right at the right at the nick of time. This is the first time in my pitch he can still ask Harry to help. But with your pitch, it's just like I know you made it up just 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 seconds ago. Yeah, but it just leaves that you still have that feeling of forgiveness, but feels so much more hollow. It feels so much. You're just at like, well, my friends are dead. What else can I do? I don't want to kill you. Bye. I don't. I'm just, I'm just fucking whatever, man. You've had years to think about your version of <laughs> that. Spider-Man that's my thing. I've I just, about, I literally I've had 45 just, minutes. I literally just said that. <laughs> um, I just really think that it shows with Sandman that complexity of it. 
Maybe he doesn't care. Okay, maybe he doesn't That's kill my Major. thing. With Venom, it, it shows, you know, the the power and hate can consume you and it just gets to your core and there's nothing you can do. Mm. And I feel like you can go without that beat. I feel like you can still have that same conversation with Sandman and Peter uh, and you still have, you know, uh, Sandman just go to jail and just Peter just walks in and he's just like, don't worry. Uh, I'm not a snitch. I won't. I know you're Spider-Man, but I won't say anything. And then they have the conversation, just like, "What can I do? Like, I forgive you. I." And it's also, it's not that I'm not doing this for for you to feel better. I'm doing this for me to feel better. I need to let go. I just think that's such a important message to have in a big movie. I love it so much. I think it's well executed. I wish we saw more with Sandman. I do. I just wish we cut a little bit out with Eddie Brock. But I think that is a great beat for this movie and for this trilogy. Seeing that the first thing that he does outside of the wrestling ring is kind of, not really, but sort of most definitely kill the guy he, that who he thought now who killed Uncle Ben. Mm. Um, I think that's just a great narrative feeling to have and stretch it out to the third movie. I think that's good storytelling. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else? I know I... I Spider-Man 3 sucks. <laughs> I went into this knowing I was never going to change your mind, but do you get it? I... Do you get why I like sorta. it? Sort of. Because we still got a little bit more time. What What else... What else is there, like, how can you... How, what, what do you feel about it this? It just really just doesn't work for me. And that's fine. It just really, like... Doesn't work. Like, I just think it doesn't work. I don't know. I'm not passionate enough about this movie to form any more thoughts about it. Batman v Superman, on the other hand... Oh, wait! I know I won't change your mind, but I... I will probably. I know have I won't more, change your mind. We will have more. I will have more points to talk about. I mm. think with that movie. I think I've only seen it the once because it was so bad. It's a great movie. Yes. Oh God. Uh, no, I think. I think we're good. I think we're done. <laughs> you had a pretty final statement. I, yeah, this is I my final think. statement. Spider-Man Three sucks. Well, but. If Andrew Thomas loves it, then I guess that's okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you like bad movies, go ahead. Don't let me take that away from you. It's true. I don't yeah, have I get that, that power. You like Scott Pilgrim, so I get that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think Scott Pilgrim's a good movie. A lot I think, I think Vice is a good movie. I think Glass is a good movie. I think Mother's a good movie. Oh. I think Roma's a good movie. Oh. <laughs> Opinions, people. <laughs> Opinions. My name is Sam Vanigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. I don't think we said our names at the beginning of the podcast. We did. Did we? 100%. Guarantee we did. If we didn't... I'm looking at you, kid. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, you can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias that I use, namely Instagram and Twitter. You can find me dancing on the streets of New York City. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram and Twitter. I think we're also on Facebook, 
slash welcome back pod. But we don't usually use Facebook for anything. Uh, but it's there. But it is there, just in case. Got locked out that domain. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, what else can they do? What they else? can tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. Hey, if you thought I did good, we do this on the fly. I was going to write something, but then I was honestly like, no, because that's not what we do. We do this on the fly. We this is real emotions. This is real. This is real, real time emotions. Uh, but if you felt like I defended this movie well, or if you felt like I'm a complete fool, send it to your friends. Send it to your friends. Send it to your friend who loves Spider Man Three. Send it to your friend who hates Spider Man Three. It's a yeah. good listen. I think it's a good listen. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope you guys think so. Uh, please uh, subscribe on. Uh iTunes and Google Play, please rate and review on iTunes and Google Play. It helps the show out a lot. It well, I'm not. I'm gonna stop saying the other one. Um, please follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, like and comment on the track on SoundCloud if you want to have a have a convo with us. Woo! Feel free to tweet us, ask us any questions, suggest movies, text us if you have our numbers. Email Andrew. <laughs> Email me. It's in one of our episodes. It's in one of them. That's one of for them. Sure. Uh, <laughs> God, we haven't done that bit in a long time. No, we haven't. Welcome back. Oh, there's the chair one. There's the chair. Dig on this. Dig on this. Do, do, ba, do, ba, do, do, do.